It is the most isolating, grueling, lonely, difficult thing a person can go through. Several Texas women and doctors are suing the state, challenging the state's abortion restrictions. What the state, though, is saying about exceptions for the law. Well, Austin broke one heat record and tied another today. Your first warning forecast looking toward a little chance of rain coming up. And new details on the Fort Bliss soldier who bolted across the North Korean border while he was set to return to Texas before he took off. Well, Texas abortion laws taking center stage today as a judge hears the lawsuit brought by a group of women who say they couldn't get life-saving medical care while suffering severe complications with their pregnancies. And Texas law prohibits most abortions with an exception if the life of the mother is at risk. But the women and physicians suing say the language is simply too vague. Our Capitol correspondent Monica Madden has been in the courtroom all day. She joins us live now. Monica. Hey, Daniel. Well, it has been an extremely emotional day in this packed courtroom here in Austin. And what's really unique about this lawsuit is these were not women who were looking to get elective abortions. These are women who wanted to have babies, but due to severe medical complications, couldn't. And at one point, it was you know so emotional that one of the women who was recalling her experience, she ended up starting crying and then throwing up just talking about what happened to her reading that and knowing. <coughs> Samantha Cassiano left the courtroom Wednesday sobbing after testifying about having to continue her pregnancy even though her doctor said her baby would die. <laughs> I just kept telling myself and my baby that I'm so sorry that this had to happen to you. I was so sorry that I couldn't help her and release her going to heaven sooner rather than later. I felt so bad. She had no mercy. There was no mercy there for her. Cassiano is one of more than a dozen women suing Texas over its abortion laws. The state says the law's exceptions are clear. At any time did Attorney General Paxton tell you that you couldn't receive an abortion? Arguing these women should be going after physicians for malpractice, not the state. It's a position echoed by the president of Texas Right to Life. I mean, this is terrible situations where these women were uh, suffering either miscarriages or diagnosis or, or medical emergencies, and it was absolutely mishandled by the medical professionals that were responsible for her health and her child's health. This group of women filed suit in March, back then hoping the legislature might change the law to broaden exceptions, but lawmakers did not do that. Now, I want to point out that this lawsuit is not seeking to completely overturn Texas's abortion laws, but rather they're asking the judge to rule for some exceptions to change the law, not really change the law, but allow for doctors to make those decisions and provide some more clarity. So they're not seeking to overturn the law altogether. We have one more day of this hearing tomorrow, and we could be getting a ruling as soon as tomorrow if the judge rules in favor of these women. We know that the state will be appealing almost immediately. Daniel, Jen. All right, Monica, thank you very much. And going in depth, as of July 6th, a total of 40 cases have been filed challenging abortion bans in 22 states. 29 remain pending at either the trial or appellate levels. Now, these numbers are from the Brennan, uh, the Brennan Center in partnership with the Center for Reproductive Rights, which is the group representing the women suing Texas.
Austin City Council had the first of three work sessions today to go over the proposed city budget and to get some answers from city staff. And a portion discussed looked at new investments into public safety as part of the general fund. The general fund totals over $1 billion. 9% of that goes towards Austin Travis County EMS. So that will include three positions for an EMS recruiting division and three positions to respond to airport medical emergencies. That also includes the opening of the Goodnight Ranch Station that's next year with 12 positions and over 1 million in funding to replace cardiac monitors. And over 17% of the general fund goes towards the Austin Fire Department. That includes 16 fire positions at the new Goodnight Ranch Station. There's also $2 million for overtime costs and $300,000 to replace defibrillators. And lastly, over 35% of the general fund goes towards APD. That includes 11 positions to improve training and data reporting. It also includes funding for Phase D of the Kroll Report, a police oversight audit. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, that record we've been talking about breaking for the past several days, we just did it. Austin's 10th consecutive day of high temperatures, extremely hot, 105 or higher. As you know, that breaks the previous record, nine straight days from back in 1923. Basically, Austin has never been this hot for this many days in a row. Boy, you need sunglasses just to look at this picture from the Whittlesea Landscape Supply Cam near the airport. 102 right now in southeast Austin, even hotter in some other areas. It's 104 degrees right now downtown and in Marble Falls, 106 in Llano. We have a little more humidity in the air, though, than the past couple of afternoons. That's producing a heat index feeling like 107 in a few areas, including Austin. Feels like 108 in southern Caldwell County. Coming up, the extreme heat continues, but we are tracking a little rain chance. We'll take a look at your hour-by-hour hour weekend plans coming up. All right, David, thank you very much. Former President Donald Trump's bid for a new trial in the defamation and battery case brought by E. Jean Carroll has been denied. A judge ruled today that the jury's verdict back in May was, quote, not seriously erroneous or a miscarriage of justice. The jury found Trump liable for sexually abusing and defaming Carroll and awarded her roughly $5 million. Trump has denied Carol's claims that he raped her in a department store dressing room back in the 1990s. He is appealing the jury's original verdict as well as this judge's latest ruling. Meanwhile, Carol is seeking an additional $10 million in damages from Trump in a second defamation trial. One day after a U.S. soldier bolted across the demilitarized zone into North Korea, officials from that country have not revealed what is happening with 23-year-old Army Private Travis King. NBC's Alice Barr reports the new details emerging about the Fort Bliss soldier, the trouble he had in South Korea, and what could lie ahead at home. Mystery in North Korea. Why did a U.S. soldier bolt across the heavily fortified demilitarized zone from South to North Korea? And what is happening with 23-year-old Army Private Travis King now that he's in the custody of Kim Jong-un's isolated communist regime? We're gathering all the facts, uh, but I want to be very clear that uh, the administration has and will uh, continue to actively work, actively work to ensure his safety. North Korea was silent today on King's status after U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said he had crossed the border willfully and without authorization while on a commercial tour to the demilitarized zone. I'm absolutely foremost concerned about the welfare of our troops. And so we will remain focused on this. A tourist from New Zealand said she witnessed King take off running. But then he just didn't stop and then the soldiers reacted and chased after him. But he was, he was, he was really flying. 
King's mother telling ABC News, quote, I can't see Travis doing anything like that. King had recently been released from a South Korean prison after several run-ins with police, including an alleged assault. U.S. officials telling NBC News he was supposed to return to the U.S. for possible further disciplinary action and that military police escorted him as far as they could go to an airport checkpoint before he slipped away and tagged along with that tour group. The U.S. is now working in partnership with South Korea and Sweden because the U.S. and North Korea do not have official diplomatic relations. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. And analysts say they're hopeful North Korea won't use this incident as a propaganda tool at a time when tensions are already high. Just yesterday, North Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles into the sea. Details in the case of the missing woman who disappeared after allegedly seeing a child on the side of the road. What police learned after she returned home and what they're still struggling to verify. Police continue to investigate Tupac's death 27 years later. The Las Vegas home, they're now searching for information. And the only way to win is to play. You have another shot tonight to not just become a millionaire, but now a billionaire. Will it all be over tonight or will the jackpot grow? Police in Alabama have more questions for the young woman who went missing last week after a bizarre 911 call. Hoover police say Carly Russell searched for information about Amber Alerts, bus stations, and the movie Taken before her disappearance. Now, the U.S. Secret Service found these searches on her phone, which was left in her car after she went missing Thursday night after reporting a toddler walking along the highway. Now, police say they have no evidence of a child in the area. During Russell's initial statement to police, she said she was abducted by a man with orange hair and a woman, and she said she was held in a tractor trailer and later escape. Police say they have not been able to verify much of her story, but they do continue to investigate. Leander is another Central Texas area under water restrictions. What broke that what broke that caused the problem and the long-term solution that can't come soon enough. And we did it again, tying a record high of 106 so far this afternoon in Austin. That ties the record, by the way, from just one year ago today. Fourth straight day to tie or set a record high. And we've only had one day with rainfall in the past four weeks, but that may change this weekend. We'll have your forecast coming up. Water problems have gotten better in Leander, but water restrictions will stay put for now. And KXAN's Mercedes Hernandez spoke with city leaders to find out why. Leander historically has had water issues. It's Leander Mayor Christine Delisle says the extreme heat has put more stress on the city's strained water system. The city gets water from this barge in Lake Travis, operated by the Brushy Creek Regional Utility Authority. Last week, most of the pumps on it failed. Out of seven pumps, they actually had only four operational. So the challenge always during these type of times is making sure you have enough water flowing. In a statement, the BCRUA said six out of the seven pumps are up now and crews are working to bring the seventh to full capacity. This same barge has had problems before. That's why it's being replaced with this huge deep water intake system in the near future. Evaporation is a huge issue right now with this amount of heat. Shannon Hamilton is with the Central Texas Water Coalition. They watch for water problems in the area. She says without rain, having the power to take in more water may not help, especially if customers everywhere don't cut back. We don't have enough water coming in, especially when the, with this heat, and we have more going out than 
is sustainable. Until rain or a more permanent fix is in place, these leaders ask water users to do their part and wait for restrictions to lift. We don't want to give our residents and businesses a sense that everything's fine and then find out that it's not. In Leander, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. And Leander says it's still waiting until all those BCRUA pumps are working to reevaluate lifting those water restrictions. And going in depth, the city of Georgetown is also under water restrictions. And starting on August 1st, Georgetown Water Utility customers will be enrolled in the Water Outage Texting Service. You can enroll by texting water to the number right there on your screen, though the city will automatically sign up customers using phone numbers associated with their accounts. All right, turning to weather. You've been busy over there just tracking the heat. <laughs> <laughs> One record after another. Yes. We have now done it. We've tied the first place ranking for hottest July on record to this point. Remember last year was the long standing or standing for a year, I guess, the hottest July, but we've been catching up to that pretty quickly. Average day and night temperatures. This is every single hour of the month so far running on more than five degree fever compared to normal 90.6 degrees. It's possible that we take over that first place spot and finish the month that way. We'll see. Live out at Zilker Park and on the Austonian weather cam, it is very hot. We've got night two of blues on the green going on later this evening. Please be sure to hydrate. Maybe don't take your pets if it's quite this warm. 104 right now under sunny skies. Excessive heat warnings and heat advisories in effect area-wide, not only today, but through 8 p.m. tomorrow. Gillespie County, you guys are the only cooler spot on the map excluded from these heat alerts. Look at the temperature statewide. It is crazy out there again. 106 in Abilene, 103 in Midland, 100 nine in El Paso. They have recorded 34 days in a row of temperatures at or above 100. That's a full week longer than Austin's longest stretch of 27 consecutive days. That's not one that we're in right now, by the way. Beautiful sunshine across the state, albeit very, very hot conditions. We've got an unusually strong heat dome still sitting just to our northwest over New Mexico. This is pushing Las Cruces, New Mexico, also to its longest ever triple digit heat stretch. But things start to change for us a little bit soon. The heat dome with the strongest part of it shown by this brightest red color, it's kind of at its worst in relation to us today. Starting tomorrow and really continuing Friday into the weekend, the ridge contracts a little bit and weakens slightly. This will put us on the periphery of it, which is not going to cool us down dramatically, but the northerly flow on the east side of this thing may open the door to a weak cool front coming down from Oklahoma and the Red River Valley, and that Granted, it won't bring cold air, but it will bring a chance of showers and thunderstorms. The chance of rain is still quite low. Let me take our first hour-by-hour -hour stab at how this may go down. Saturday morning, sunshine, a very hot day. But later on, as that cool front approaches from north Texas, a couple showers or an isolated thunderstorm drift in around sunset. Chances of rain are only 10%, though. On Sunday, we'll do it again. A very hot and kind of humid day as well. A 10% shot again of a few isolated storms late in the day. The chances of these impacting you or cooling you down or making a difference with how brown your grass is, very, very low. I do want to emphasize we're excited because this is our first rain chance in a while, but it's not going to be one to write home about. Out in the tropics, we are patiently awaiting hurricane season, which should ramp up one of these days pretty soon. We have a new disturbance coming off the west coast of Africa. This African easterly wave, AEW as they're called, has a 20% chance of further development as it moves toward the Lesser Antilles. Plenty of time to watch that. We will keep you advised. Tonight's forecast, record-tying warmth yet again. Mainly clear skies, 78. Tomorrow will tie a record or set one for the fifth straight day, 106. And that ties the record for the day from just one year ago.
We don't have much heat relief through the weekend, even with a couple more clouds and that 10% chance of rain. Matter of fact, a little humidity coming in means warmer morning lows, no cooler than 80 on Sunday. Next week, still no relief in sight after we just had 10 days in a row of 105 or hotter in Austin. We've got at least seven more to go. All right, David, thank you very much. Police in Las Vegas say they searched a home in connection with the long unsolved murder of Tupac Shakur. The rapper was shot near the Las Vegas Strip back in 1996 and died six days later. He was 25 years old. At the time, police said the investigation stalled after witnesses refused to cooperate and no arrests have ever been made. Vegas police did not give any more details on yesterday's search, only citing the open investigation. Most people use the weekends to relax. Others use it to get things done, including a workout or two. The study about weekend-only fitness that could have you canceling your plans to go to the gym today. Well, they're called weekend warriors, people too busy to exercise during the hectic work week, so they do it on the weekends. A new study in the Journal of the American Medical Association found that weekend-only workouts can actually reduce the risk for heart attacks and heart disease and stroke almost as much as daily, what the daily ones do. Now, the study examined more than 89,000 participants who wore devices with 24-hour monitoring on them for a week, and the study's main message is that 150 minutes of the exercise Size is the weekly goal, no matter how many many days people work out. Experts warn that those looking to compress their workout to only two days should actually build up to that kind of program to avoid injuries. Well, time is running out to get your lottery ticket. There was no winner for Monday night's Powerball drawing, meaning there's another drawing tonight. The jackpot has reached $1.6 billion, and all you need is $2 to get a ticket. Tonight's drawing is just before 10 p.m., so have your numbers ready, and good luck. And tonight on KXAN, it's LA Fire and Rescue at 7, Chicago Fire at 8, Chicago PD at 9, right before KXAN News at 10 o'clock. Or as always, you can join us an hour earlier if you would like over on the KXAN News at 9 and the CW Austin. Here is where to find us. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.